Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome to another mini-sode from Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. I'm here with Tom Harris. And I am here also with Elizabeth Best. And and we got stories for you. Not just any stories. No, no. They're your stories yeah. that you wrote in to us, and we thank you for it. Prepare to have your hell read back to you, ladies and gentlemen. Because that's the best kind of hell, when <laughs> it's being right. told to you it's and personal... mocked by two amateur comedian <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> it's your own personal stylized hell. And here we are. Get yourself comfortable. Know the, know the thermostat doesn't adjust. It is this hot. Get yourself a refreshing drink for this hellscape. Mm. All right, so first of all, I'm going to start off with, I put a question. We've got a uh, group on Facebook, Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy. Get there. And from time to time, we dip in to ask questions so that we have got stuff for you. So this week, I asked, uh, have you ever been ghosted? Tell us your stories. So from Crystal, we have, I was ghosted by a narcissistic psychopath with ADHD. He would get his medication monthly, would binge it over two weeks, ghost me the entire time, and then only talk to me when he ran out in the last two weeks of the month. Mm. I shouldn't have put up with it for four months, but I was so worried about being demanding that I just put up with it. After uh. spending Valentine's Day alone because he didn't reply, I broke up with him over text because he didn't really deserve any better than that. Oh. And then from Jackie, we have... Yeesh. I ghosted a guy who spent our entire first date trying to awaken me. He told me all about how he has been read in on the secrets of the Illuminati and how most of the history we know isn't true. Yes. I'm a history teacher, guys. Yes. I'm a history yes. teacher. Over an hour, after over an hour of trying to extricate myself and smiling and nodding, he texted me to see me again. I told him I'd get back to you, blocked him and completely ghosted him. Yep, good. Warranted yes, that time, I think. Enough, yes. Actually warranted. Warranted. We need a warranted button. <laughs> warranted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one's from Jacqueline. I was texting with a guy for about a week who was so keen and we arranged to meet. Like, locked in, told me what trains he was going to catch and everything. But on the day of the date, it was like he vanished. I sent a couple of follow-ups, like, hope you're okay, but nothing. About six months later, he sends me a photo of a pair of sexy shoes that he wants to buy me. What? I dropped a link to my PayPal and never spoke to yeah, him again. Good. In good brackets, move. he did not buy me the shoes. <laughs> wow. Why? Weirdos. So, so uh, Weirdos. And then from Stephen, lastly, I organized a date with a girl at Holy Moly. I paid for it in advance, along with about a $100 bar tab, so that she could have some drinks and not have to worry about paying for it. Great idea, by the way. As long as you're not forcing her to drink the alcohol. Mm. And if she wants soft drinks I turned up But she did not The next week I organised a date With a girl who told me She really liked coffee And had a French press coffee machine As a surprise I went to Wolf Coffee And bought her some really nice Ground coffee for her machine I turned up to the date And she did not 
And then last week, I organized dinner at a Japanese restaurant in the valley. They take credit card to hold your space. I turned up. She did not. I don't get this people not turning up for dates without at least being like, I'm not coming. That's what causes me uh, a lack of speech. And I'm uh, sorry to do that on a feckin' podcast because it's a really terrible time to do that. Yeah, people can't see your facial expressions of exasperation, but they're happening. I don't understand the making the plan, the yes, the yes, the yes, and then the nothing. Do they get off on the making of the plans or are they just so oblivious to other humans that they just go oh I forgot or like I never people who don't reply that's one thing people who arrange to do a thing and then just don't turn up even with a shitty excuse of like like I'd even give a pass to oh I'm sorry like my washing machine exploded and I need to buy a new one and I'd be like okay dumb but fair this ghosting business is not not good physical ghosting look every ghosting is bad physical Physical ghosting ghosting do not do it terrible way do not do it. Wow. All right. What have you got, Tom? I've got a I got a story that starts out rocky. Starts out. Okay. Okay. All right. Our relationship was hard at first for several reasons. We got together on the heels of other relationships. Plus, there is a 12-year age difference between us, and we both wanted to be in control. Mm-hmm. We went through some heavy judgment from our community. We argued and fought passionately over so many things. Money, sex, time together, career goals, etc. Mm-hmm. We didn't think we'd make it. There were many times when we'd sit together in sadness, crying over the thought that we might lose each other. There was so much love between us, but we had no clue how to deal with these issues. We felt stuck, miserable, and very angry. We made a decision to give our relationship just six more months as a last resort. And if it didn't change, we would let go of each other. Okay, wise. During this six-month period, we were each to be completely who we were. This meant not hiding or pretending or compromising our individual beliefs and desires. That is a dangerous and bold experiment. (laughs) We also attended couples therapy on a weekly basis. During this last resort period, we were afforded an opportunity to really see each other for who we were versus who we thought the other was or how we wanted the other to be. Nice. It was a time to get real. We discovered that we were each doing backflips to show love to the other in ways that wasn't meaningful to that Different person. Different love languages! That was a huge aha moment. It meant that I got to stop bringing her flowers and instead would sit with her to forecast our budget. She learned that the act of paying the bills was not an intimate act for me and that I preferred time talking together. Our marriage is so beautiful now. We really... <sighs> We really know each other and we move like a unit. We're accepting of each other and united in our growth, finances, family and intimacy to such a degree that we could never see one being without the other. It's been 10 years and we're crazy about each other in deeper love than we could ever have imagined. I love that. I love that. And normally I would vomit, but that wasn't cheesy because it's based on a foundation of good communication. Yeah, I brought that story to your attention because it just ticked about 10 boxes of things we've uh, discussed. Yes. Couple therapy, communicate, uh, love languages, this, this, this. The love this. languages, as much as it's written by a very religious person and I'm not religious at all, it's so important because you can be like, I'm doing all this stuff for you. Why don't you appreciate it? And they're like, you're doing none of the things that meet my needs. Like, That's right. Oh, so I think so that's- when good communication breakthroughs that wind up with happy marriages or relationships make me so fucking happy and I will never vomit react to any of those, I promise. I love it. So a good example to bring to good the table, I thought. Good story. Okay, this is a letter that we received through uh, ghostofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. 
Hi, Liz and Tom. I've been listening to the Ghosts of Boyfriends Past back episodes after finding the potty about a week ago. I have been crying and cringing along with you and your guests in every episode, and I could have contacted you after just about everyone with an, oh my God, same. <laughs> However, I felt, I, I have just felt compelled to write to you both after listening to the Emma and the Gaslit Friend episode because it feels very much like what I've been through with a friend of mine, where I was the Emma and she was the Liz. I ended up bombing the friendship with my friend about four months ago because I was over-invested in the game of destroying her boyfriend. (laughs) After (laughs) years of watching her deal with a lying, cheating, manipulative, manipulative, gaslighting, misogynistic, narcissistic asshole and being the reasonable voice trying to get her to open her eyes turned me into a catfishing keyboard warrior and I would get furious at her for taking steps backwards instead of forwards. I mean, it was getting to the point where I was just about clockwork oranging the fuck out of her eyes to get her to see reason. She was like this little lamb who just kept getting back into the wolf's jaws every time I pulled her out. I know what I did to my friend by dropping out of her life was awful. I hit her with a barrage of text abuse telling her that she needs to wake the fuck up and he was the most massive asshole and then I deleted our conversation and ghosted her. In the last week, because of you guys and Emma, I have reconnected with my friend. I started with some nice chit chat and I finally got up the courage to send her the episode link with a message saying that I'm glad that we reconnected and this reminds me of us. Liz and Emma both told the story in such a compelling manner it had my heart racing and me crying a with you both hope you both had an amazing christmas and let's hope 2020 is kinder to us all take care big hugs p oh thank you reader that's really very lovely kind. huh Congratu- congratulations to you first reader for uh reconnecting uh liz emma congratulations on uh the way you the, no, the way you got through it the style you got through it and the, the fact you did it at all it just makes me feel really good like that talking up about that relationship has even just helped one person Like it just made me feel so wonderful. That's Um, kind of what we're here to do. We just want to put up someone's story and then hopefully one person in this blue marble we call Earth goes, oh, I I recognise that and I feel a little bit better. Yeah. We'll take one. If there's more of you, please (laughs) hang around. Let yourselves be known. Uh, But but yes, we we don't ask for much here on Aggressive Boyfriend's Pass. Shall I give you another story? One more from you and one more from me. Okay. It was about to be my first single on Valentine's Day in a really long time and I was not stoked about it. Single on Valentine's first time, first day ever, first, first time ever. The first time ever is the worst. The rest of it you just end up going, this day is a bunch of bullshit and you're all lemmings. <laughs> and and this, this reader is not happy about it. It's not that I even cared about the holiday but it felt like this giant reminder of my breakup and everywhere I went. Like Hallmark, like Hallmark was mocking my sorry ass. So I did what all miserably sad people do. I decided I'd download Tinder. I started messaging back and forth with this one dude. From his pictures, he seemed cute and athletic. We shared a love of paddleboarding and other aquatic sports. It was a fun, flirty distraction. I didn't even have an intention to meet up with him. But then he asked me if I wanted to hang out on Saturday. And Saturday was Valentine's Day. We both kind of laughed about it, said it would be low-key and not a big deal. Mm -hmm. He said he and a bunch of friends were going out to a bar and that I should join. This was my first date since I'd split with my ex. It's not a date if it's with a bunch of mates. And I was trying... Trying not to freak out, but I was. I get to the bar, see my date, and yes, he's very cute. But guess who I see sitting next to him? My ex. No! <laughs> because apparently they are friends. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> yes, Liz, yes. And that's the, it? There's that's no it. more? That's the no, final word. No, I need word. more context, people. I need more. <laughs> nope, it's a cliffhanger oh. on that story, I'm afraid. 
That is the worst. P.S. Don't go on a date where their mates are going to be there. That's not a date. Yeah, she said... That's a hang. She said it was a first date, but that's not a date. That's a hang. It's not a date. No. Do you want... Do you have another one? If you don't, because I've got a really good one to finish on and I just wondered, I didn't want to cut you off no, if you, you had an extra. You, you, okay. you, go all you, Liz. So I went on, on a date the other day and I had dinner. Look, the date itself didn't go so well, but whatever, I got some food out of it. I was stuffed by the end of it. So we said our goodbyes and walked back to the parking lot and I felt like my jeans were a bit tired on my waist. <laughs> it must have okay. been like 10pm and I was in a parking lot. So I get to the car and she's gone at this moment and I attempt to unhook my belt to give myself some room to breathe when the belt thing gets stuck and I'm desperately pulling on the belt trying to get it to unhook and for a split second I realise how this must look to anybody Mm. but as I continue to jerk the belt hoping that it will come (laughs) loose I suck in my belly give it one final tug and finally it unhooks to which I respond to myself with a fuck yeah and that's when I hear a woman screaming and running away from me (laughs) my heart sank to the deepest pit of hell. I panicked my ass off and without properly belting up, I jumped in the car and got the fuck out of that parking lot so fast. Thinking I was free to relax a little. Uh, And then I see the blue and red lights behind my car. Fuck. So I pull over and that's when I look down and my pants are undone. And even though I wasn't being a perv, how do I even begin to explain? A likely story, sunshine. (laughs) Pop came over. I told him the truth about exactly how it happened and he just started laughing and let me go. Holy shit, what the fuck? <laughs> I I, this person wrote in, I don't even believe them. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck yes. <laughs> Come on. Oh, dear. Yeah, so moral of that story is maybe don't pull at your belt in the oh, dark next I mean... to your car while there are females nearby. Yes. Yes, to be careful. Don't wear a belt to a date. Just unbutton <laughs> once you get in the car, dude. Then you're home free. Yeah. Wow. All right. Is so that it for another episode? That's it another for another mini-sode. Uh, if you want to write to us, go to boyfriendspass at gmail.com or our go to boyfriendspass group therapy or the rest of the social medias. I'm sure you've got stories. I want to hear about when you've been ghosted and I want to hear about when you've had communication help solve a marriage or relationship problem. Particularly, I want to hear about physical ghosting not yes. just ghosting via a text message I want physical ghosting stories a physical too. ghost so if you have any of those stories please write into us or comment on our page until then if you have a bad date it's not the end of the world because you can always tell us about it are you sick of humans do you want to learn cocktail facts to horrify your co-workers at your next fancy Christmas party Or do you simply want to horrify the next person that rants about what lifestyle is or is not quote-unquote natural? Then you should listen to Phonication, one of the most ethically questionable podcasts out there, dedicated to unnecessary education and airing out Mother Nature's dirty laundry. Tune in for exciting phrases such as love darts, elastic navel cavities, echolocation jamming reproductive organs, and inconveniently located teeth. If any of those phrases horrified you, that's okay. You're completely normal, and I welcome you and your affliction anyways. So stop by and learn about all the Google searches I did so you don't have to. Phonication is available on all platforms and for as long as I fly under the FBI's radar. New episodes every other hump day, because of course I chose Wednesday. Uh, That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. 
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.